I'm just going to do a little bit of narration here. Uh, let's see. The Filipino flagpole razor farted on 55 dogs. <laughs> the Ethiopian international... Nah, okay. Let's see, I need some good alliteration here. Let's see. The Transylvanian transvestite triumphed in the triathlon. That one's not so bad. <laughs> Well, fucking welcome back, boys and girls. If there's any girl that chooses <laughs> to listen to this fucking podcast, yeah, um, yeah. So we took a little bit of a hiatus, jerked off, got stoned. I think this oh. is how it's gonna be. It's probably just gonna be out when it's out. Yeah, no, breaks I, are our favorite yeah. thing, and we're actually coming up on uh, the one year anniversary, dude. We are. We're only a couple of weeks out, which is very it, exciting. Oh shit, it we should like, do. A, we should fucking burn our house down. <laughs> yeah. The one year, the one year burn the shed down event, dude. It's gonna be fucking wild, you know. Yeah, we are coming up. I think it was around like the sixteenth, something like that. We did our first one. Well, yeah, well, because I want to say we put out the first episode the first couple days of January. I could be wrong. So I, in we my mind, sure. I, I thought we filmed it between Christmas and New, New Year's. Year's. Really? I, I could be wrong, but that's that is what my memory that is. Feels right. Because I think we got together. We had a similar. We had a, this three man team right here around this time. And that's when we came up with that we were gonna do it, and that, we were like, "Let's commit fun, to it." What a fun conversation that was! It too. was such a good that conversation. Uh, do you want to know what it is cool? Everyone's different concentration Yo. phase. Oh, perfect. That, dude. that is that's funny. true as fuck, dude. That's true. Everybody my has concentration a different... phase. Probably looks fucking ridiculous. Oh, dude, dude. I know that, dude. I, I'm sure my bottom jaw pops out, and I get a little bit, you know, thousand yard stare-ish, You know, I play. Yeah. I, but, I, I'm a big hands on my face kind of guy when I'm thinking. Yeah. And I look up in the sky. Well, of course, of course. But yeah, but I'm talking even just like when you're in your like when your flow state a little bit, you know. Right. Yeah, if you're working yeah. on something like not necessarily just like daydreaming, but like like focused in, you know, like if working with your hands. Damn, I wish we had video. Cause... One thing that's funny, dude. Because I'm so I... fucking good looking. I know <laughs> everyone misses when they can't see my face, regardless of location. Yeah, we just get a bunch of hate comments when we post this. Just like, where the fuck is the video? <laughs> No, so I was trying to make a beat, and I was as I was doing it, I was like, "Oh, I should live stream this while I'm doing it." Oh yeah, and I was like, "I've never tried doing it, so let's try doing it." And that's when I figured out I could download the OBS camera on my phone. Yeah, yeah, like T Pain, you know, T Pain has wildly popular streams where he makes music and messes around. Really? Oh hell know. yeah! Here we go. <laughs> no, that that is fire. What's what song is that? Let me grab the album. Oh my like Jesus. Marvin Gaye. Jesus Christ. What'd you get allowed? Dude, can you not can I you not catch a whiff of that right now? Oh, a stink? How clogged are you, man? Oh my god. <laughs> Easy, bro. Hey, that's all right. There we go. That little bit of breeze helps. It's it's well known that uh dog farts are the Madden and Whitehead. Ones. Really? Wow, look at that. That is an album cover. Holy cow. Jazzy homies, dude. Yeah, just in some crispy white suits. What year is this? This has got to be, what, 70-something? 79. They look like they're kissing each other. I mean, they look like they get groovy, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. very fun. Like I like that a lot. They like to taste each other's jazz. Maybe. I think it's, <laughs> you know. The jazz man gets a lot of ladies, though. I mean, we've all seen La La Land. I haven't. <laughs> You've never seen La La Land? No. Is it With old? The, no, no. That's like 2016, maybe, I think. Or or maybe even more recent. But um, uh -uh. it's Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone. I mean, it's just like Ryan Gosling loves jazz. You know, he hits <laughs> her with the so B good. movie. I'm you not like well, jazz? I'm not. 
<laughs> I'm not well versed in uh, modern movies for the most part, but fucking that's my specialty. I was gonna yeah. say, well, I've actually been watching a lot of a lot of like the classics recently. I mean, you know, I say classics, but they're classics for the modern movies. You know, I rewatched oh. the the Matrix trilogy just the other oh, day, dude. Holy Where cow. did you stream it from? I've been trying to show that to my girlfriend. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu right now. If the you fuck? if you pounce. I don't know how long it's going to stay, but it's on there right now. Okay. And, and dude, it, you rewatch it, you're like, no, this this movie slaps. Oh, like, it's so one. fucking good, Because <laughs> like, I hadn't seen it in, in years, you know? Cause What's it's, funny, dude, is the amount of people I've turned on to it. I've been like, you haven't seen the fucking Matrix? Go watch that shit. And then next week, they're like, bro, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that put my brain in a blender, man. I've it's always so heard that fun. the second and the third aren't the best. So no, number them. one is fucking. But I've and, seen the yeah. new one. So like the oh, you saw the fourth one, one without seeing seen it? it? No, but it wasn't on uh, Hulu yet, so. Right. <laughs> so I've seen the first one and then the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm trying to yeah. think if I have seen the fourth one. Because that just came out last I feel year. Like, yeah, I saw it in theaters. I think. Or 21. I saw it in Maybe. theaters. It's like the same thing. I'm sure that it, of it's, course it is. But it's good. But it's new. Yeah. No, I get that. Mm. No, but I'm saying like as a trilogy, there's a lot of things, of course, yes, the argument stands strong that two and three are not as strong. But what I have to say, like just the, the kung fu-ness of it and everything oh, dude, and the, the way it's all scenes. handled. Oh my God, dude. The thing that brings two down, truthfully, is the courtyard scene where it's the PS2 graphics where they're in the courtyard and Neo fights the... 100 agent smiths and it's like the thing that blew my mind about it is how long it goes on for because it's like it looks really bad and like everyone like remembers that that's the thing they're like yeah that that scene was really bad but what makes it the worst is that it just goes on forever and they try to sneak in slow-mo shots of like the cgi (laughs) oh my god don't slow don't slow down when it looks that's, like that, that's surprising to me because I last remember the the first one, um, and it did the CGI didn't seem that bad. It, it's because they it's because they're quicker about it. They don't really linger on it. Like it is yeah, bad, and so to but they're better about the hiding horrible it. CGI that's a fucking terrible idea. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. Did you guys hear the fucking uh, the the people who made it? Like, did you the, ever hear the Wachowski about that? siblings? Yeah. Did you hear hear their yeah. take on it? They're like. Uh, the Matrix is actually about being transgender. <laughs> you hear that? Well, they, they, I mean, yes, I know that the Rakowski siblings transitioned to the Rakowski sisters now. But in the, but they said that the Matrix is literally about that. It's about How it's about fucking a, it's about a million things. But yeah, for sure, it's just yeah. about constructs. Unbelievable! The fucking when I saw that, I was like, "Of course, <laughs> of course, it's about being transgender." Well, damn, dude. that's crazy. You take if, the red pill and fucking cut your dick off, bro. Yeah, for, <laughs> for fun. It's got me weak. Just tapping into universal truths. That's oh, true for yeah. everyone. You know what I'm saying? Well, but the thing that I thought was the the coolest about it, because obviously, yeah, it's the Matrix, right? Everybody. It's so in the zeitgeist. It's so much a part of of everything. But the thing that I I thought was really interesting was the relationship between the people and the technology where it's like, you know, they're doing the deep dives, right? So they're physically in a location, but then their brain is leaving their body, right? Because that's like how it's presented where it's like, you know. Have you seen Stavros' latest comedy special? I did. Where he talks about. No. Not he yet. talks about Neuralink, dude. Yeah, exactly. And, and he was, I'm going to ruin the joke for you, but he goes, I hate it. Your your childhood memories are now going to be behind a paywall. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all of that is true. But but what was interesting is because, like, when, you know, uh, 
Trinity dies or whatever, and he like reaches into in the you know in the game right in the matrix. He reaches like through her and like manually pumps the heart. <laughs> just like it's like corny as hell and all of that, but just like the concept of that, where it's like her physical body just died, but because she's interconnected and the whole they, they really stress yeah. like that what happens in the matrix like the reason you die is because your body makes it real right your mind makes it real you know so mm -hmm. and that's like the reverse but where in there he's like pumping the heart and so the game's like well the heart's pumping so the mind like makes it real you know yeah. what i'm saying and so she like comes back to life that's a dope it's, idea for so it's fucking sure yeah so it just i was like oh damn like that's an interesting connection where you know the things that because it's like the real world and then the matrix right the matrix isn't real but it does kind of draw that circular parallel where it's like well at the same time the matrix is real as far as things that are happening there can translate back and forth between the real world you know just reinforcing mm. the whole concept of the movie but it was just like i was like wow that is pretty cool how they showed it you know very profound yeah i thought it was interesting fascinating fucking movie dude honestly and just the idea of it too is just like you're living in a false reality wake up take the blue pill or the red pill is just like that idea of is like do you want to be a conspiracy theorist or would you rather go to work every day and think you're doing the right thing no for sure and i think that i mean obviously it's one of those things where it's it's taken to the extreme to explain a concept that everybody understands innately you know like part of being a human being is recognizing that yeah this is all kind of bullshit Retarded. but we all but we all agree on it so it works you know it's the whole thing. You take it back to money. You take we it back to laws. You take it back to society. anything. Yeah. It's like our, our world is dictated by thoughts just as much, if not more, at this point, obviously, than cold, hard reality. Like physics, you the know? The Freemasons believe that the uh, the entire, like, entirety of uh, physical reality all be begins in the mind. So, like, the, the mental plane is the, like foundation of reality have like, you seen right. killers of the flower moon uh, -uh. i hear it's Holy not well versed in uh, in modern stop. movies what well, so freemasons are in it and like now, they talk about freemasonry specifically oh yeah this this guy Whoa. gets taken to a freemason room and punished <laughs> <laughs> he just spilled shit on himself what point is you know that's pretty sick. So you see, I like, a, a, a Masonic yeah. Lodge or whatever. Are they wearing, like, the, the robes? No, the it's just aprons. The aprons, yeah. No. Oh, okay. They're, Still like, dressed cool. up in, like, suits. Right, ready to kick saying? some ass. Mm -hmm. Robert De Niro's there, I'm sure. The leader. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah? Does it make them out to be bad guys or what? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck produced this movie, then? Uh, Martin Scorsese. Yeah, the Scorsese, dude. Bart and Martin Scorsese. Hmm. Is my favorite director. I think he's the best director over Christopher Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> no, because of his body of work. Like, he does have a pretty good body, doesn't he? For yeah, an old man. Casino, Godfather. I'm sure there's others. Still haven't seen either. I'm sure of those. there are others. Yeah. It, I I I think he's my favorite because of his storytelling. It's Christopher Nolan. He he depicts reality through fantasy. Right. Right. He taps into universal truths and tells the story through like going to space or through Batman. Yeah. Or... He, yeah. He likes time. He likes right. time a lot. That's one of his favorite things. And Martin Scorsese likes to tap into to the corruption of humanity through his stories of storytelling. But he, right. Vices. But the stories are usually based in some sort of reality that 
everyone's like, oh, in some part of the world, there's that's happening. That's happening. Right. Yeah, they're a lot more closer to home. One hundred percent. Yeah. Which they both tap into the same universal truth, but how they do it is both brilliant and it's in their bodies of work. But I think Scorsese's my favorite. Oh, no, I think that's and, a and totally I, fair opinion. And yeah. I came to that opinion while watching Flowers of the Killer, Killers of the Flower Man. How, long, I, I how old is this movie? It, this is just a, a couple month months old. ago. Yeah, oh, it's, brand it's, new. This, this One month old is three is and it, a half hours long. Is it's, it yeah. in the theaters? I, I just barely bought it on Apple TV because oh, it we're... came out on it. And I was like, if my, fa- see it. I was like, if my family's going to go watch it, it's $25. It's the same as going to the mo- movies, but yeah. I own it now. True. I do that. I, I've bought plenty well, of movies on Amazon. That's a really nice thing, too, is to spend $25 and be like, oh, this is a good move. I'm glad I fucking spent 100%. Yeah, money on it. But yeah. I, I bought a movie, though, and I've been like, fuck. fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Unbearable, yeah, massive weight of talent by Nicolas Cage. I bought that. <laughs> I want to see that. I so I see own that. it. We can watch Hell it. It's yeah, terrible. <laughs> no, I believe it, dude, but me, in a fun way. Me and my girlfriend have been absolutely devouring Nicolas Cage movies lately, dude. Yeah. It's so fucking fun. Uh, dude, bad detective, <laughs> must see, dude. Must. I haven't see. heard of it. It's fucking Nick Cage as a detective, and he gets hooked on fucking crack. He's so fucking funny, man. Nicholas Cage is a <laughs> is dead. <laughs> no, Nick Cage is sick. But he fucking rules, bro. Like, yeah. Because there's the meme, obviously, of him just like taking any role he possibly can get, and I fucking love that about him, dude. Because he's just. Just, and he's always Nick Cage. Like, the, like Bad Detective is so fucking bad of a movie because <laughs> it's just so Nick Cage the whole time, and he's trying to act like a serious fucking detective, but he's addicted to crack. Like, just the entire idea, even of the fucking movie, is fantastic. Yeah, I'll say that that's that's where his strength lies is in picking movies that have a really good premise. Yeah, where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. where it's like, what the hell is this movie about? And he's like, well, you know. Fucking I'm a detective, about- <laughs> but I'm really addicted to crack. It's like what? Or he's like, you know, like I'm a treasure hunter, the first- and there's a map on the declaration. Bro, you know, it's yeah, like- yeah, yeah. The the first and honestly, how fucking big was that movie when it first came out? Oh, huge! I remember being, you know, whatever, young, and dude, that everybody's movie talking about it. Yeah, dude, that movie ripped. I feel like everybody's seen it too. What was it called? Fucking National, National Treasure. National well, it's because yeah. it was put out by Disney, I think. Put it out. So obviously it it was in that family yeah. friendly genre and at the perfect time where you know Night at the Museum mm. all of these like kid but in between movies Shh. were popping off. You I know? I want to fucking see um who directed or, or who like produces all of his movies cuz he goes to different producers I'm sure variety, and shit. Yeah. But uh it's just yeah, I don't know. It's fucking funny, man. No, that's totally fair. No, but I was going to say before we move on from movies, I do want to talk about I I saw Napoleon and honestly, oh, oh, dude, I, everybody's been fucking talking about fest. that, dude. Did you see it? Oh, yeah, I fell asleep twice. Really? On in the theater? Thanksgiving, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Me and my like, dad went and watched it once everyone left at, like, 6. Yeah. And I fell asleep twice. That's crazy. You had turkey in your belly, dude. Everybody well, falls asleep. exactly. See, I yeah, we went uh, the, the, the day after. We went on that Friday morning. And, dude, I was invested dude i thought it was a good time that's nice. and i know that people have like come out and they're like oh it's not like super historically accurate go fuck yourself dude right like yeah, what is what it supposed it, to be it, a documentary like yeah exactly how many of those fucking exist already exactly because like you know all of the arguments where it's like they tried to cover too much time it's too it's bloated all of that's fair but what i enjoyed about it was like the story of like how a nation can come and go and how 
one man, you know, like can can thread through a lot of it, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously it's like even in the movie, Napoleon is not it's not like he's God. You know what I'm saying? Like he is obviously conveyed as like a, a very influential, really trusted, all these things. But ultimately, like it's the story of of how power can become shaky and how it can be grabbed by by different people and then how they can in turn lose it through through different actions that's what i thought was really cool about it right that's dope yeah back back to your point about um the historically accurate shit the one movie that really fucking pissed me off that it wasn't historic historically accurate what had to have been uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer, dude. <laughs> just like, I hear that title, I'm like, well, show me what really happened. Right. You yeah. know? And fucking. I really liked. Uh... Fuck. In Napoleon? Mm-hmm. Was it one of the characters? Sexy. Josephine? Perhaps? No, it was. Uh, <laughs> when, when he was done, instead of like imprisoning him or doing anything. Right. They banished him to a fucking pretty nice island. Well, yeah, but, and then he and came back, didn't he? And that's he did. And that's <clears throat> what's your bigger point with that? Because it might connect to what I want to say too. It's nowadays like if if someone's in power and they do a lot of bad things, mm-hmm. prison. They're they're gonna be okay. They mm. they're never gonna go to like a federal prison or like. Of course. Th- they'll go. Oh, okay. Just be quiet. Do your own thing, and you can live out the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, sure. I think that the biggest thing with Napoleon is just because of they couldn't. They couldn't fully turn on him because the people were largely still with him. That's why yeah. he was able to come back. And, like, there's a bunch of historical you know? precedents of, like, just how bad it looks to kill the guy. Exactly. Um, that... I don't know. It, Especially just, it goes right against their, f- quote-unquote, morals back well, in the day, and it would make no, them look weaker because this, if they No, 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 because this was right after the French Revolution. So this is oh. right after they had just finished lobbing off the heads in the streets. That's how the movie opens. It opens with a guillotine. You know what I'm saying? Because this is immediately following that. That's dope. So it's like part of it was that they had just gone through all that, and then that's how Napoleon was able to come up is because it's like the country was like Turmoil. in a really transitional phase— and this is, you know, just globally, this is part of, like, you know, the, the re-enlightenment. So it's like they're – it's going crazy out there, you know? This is around the same time as the American Revolution. You know, this is the the late 1700s. This is shortly post that. I think the, the movie opens up in, like, 1780. You know what I'm saying? Like, 1780s, which is, you know, immediately post-Revolutionary War. Yeah. So how, the transitional time for the globe. How fucking cool would it be if you could uh... – just like astral project and go back in time and watch shit as it actually happened. Yeah, you know? I mean, absolutely. Awesome. Could you of fucking imagine? We wouldn't have to watch movies anymore. We could just fucking just like, oh yeah, dude. Isn't I'm gonna... that kind of like what a movie is, though? Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's a it's somebody's recreation of it. It's it's in somebody's brain. It's back to the mental plane shit we were talking about. It's like it could be completely different, but everybody agrees. Like, oh, that's probably how it went. But if who if knows? the essence sure. is the same, then. <clears throat> Yeah, but I mean a story, you know, just like it would be it would just even going anywhere in history and just spending probably an hour watching people walk around and see what they were actually doing would be fucking fascinating to me. Oh, yeah, that is the dream. For sure. I actually think that's why movies are so popular, though. Well, I think a movie is cut cut together better, you know. 
for sure. Yeah, yeah it'll, it's probably it'll way more entertaining. A little for you. Like, yeah. ultimately, it's just, you're, tra- you're just watching peasants taking shits and fucking <laughs> yeah. spreading cow manure on a field. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not it's not quite as action-packed on a day-to-day basis. Obviously, if you're at a battle like or something like that, yo, man, yeah. fascinating. That'll, that'll hold your attention for hours and hours. Uh, dude, even, even watching somebody like the like the quote-unquote ritual somebody would do when they walk in their house imme- like do they immediately light a candle fucking how it's do they dark. sweep their fucking floor just that kind of shit blows my mind to think people live so fucking so you, similarly but differently if you could yeah. go back in time to any one moment and see anyone let let's say like event happen mm-hmm. crucifixion for sure hmm easily that's, that's pretty, pretty good. high up there. <laughs> that's pretty good. But th- that's the thing too is th- is to be able to like if you could go back and see it and like somehow prove that you're like oh fuck that for sure see, happened. I think like, that's cr- that would. I'd blow like to see the, minds, the pyramids being built. That would be crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. That'd be nuts. That'd be nice, dude. Or go fucking kick it with Buddha. You know, <laughs> like sit under the fig tree. Might with be a little him, boring. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he might just want to chill out for a while. He's you like, know, shut up, dude. Yeah, he's like, could you please? He's he's actually an asshole. He's like, get the fuck away from my space, bro. Yeah. He's you're, like, I came to you're in my alone. bubble, dog. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you know I was gonna be here? I walked all the way out here. Yeah, I'm nobody. That'd be the ultimate answer, you know. Buddha being an asshole is such a funny idea. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that's crazy is some of those like. uh um, instructors, you know, some of those uh, people that pursue that path, they are kind of like brutal to the young students. Oh, yeah. Dude. You know what I'm saying? I went to a, a Buddhist therapist for a little while, like a couple of years ago, and he would just he would just be like, oh, yeah, that happened to you? Mm-hmm. What else? Release your burden. <laughs> you know? And you're just like, fuck, dude, like no empathy whatsoever. No, yeah, no sympathy. Sy- sympathy. No sympathy. Yeah, 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 yeah where it's just sure. like Where it's like, dude, release your burden. Why are you carrying that around yeah. then? Yeah. Put it down. But it also seems like no empathy because <laughs> you know? you're just oh they're just like, he's just like it's no nonsense that's the thing yeah he's just like there's well, no coddling he goes he's like what do you mean to tell me you're suffering in this realm of suffering exactly exactly <laughs> I just felt so retarded ever telling him a fucking problem in my life because so he was just like yeah 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 he sounds you, pretty good to me you do have that problem oh it helped a lot dude he was the yeah. man I love Dave dude Dave Black dude. I don't know that's if we'll have to censor his name, but... That's the guy who told me He's to the fucking to. man, dude. I should go talk He's to him. literally the man. But, uh, yeah, dude, uh, any of these fucking thousands of year old religions are pretty fascinating. Like, the amount of time and the amount of ideas that people come up with being so stuck into a particular belief system. Um, I don't really know exactly where I was going with that, but it's, well, it no, it's fascinating, of, dude. Because I've been re- listening to a lot of Gnostic texts. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? That's fun. And so what a Gnostic text is, is it's a text before... Fuck. I don't know the, the exact Gnostic Gospels, or the, those were those very Gnostic early Christianity. Were, yeah, and they were... Yeah, weren't they the ones not they, admitted by the Nicene Creed? Uh-huh. Anything yeah. not accepted by the Nicene Creed yeah. Yeah, became the, council, the Gnostic yeah. test? Yeah, and so they found a bunch of them in Egypt in 1945. The Dead Sea Scrolls. The, yes, and others. Exactly. Yeah. Are they all called the Dead Sea Scrolls? Pretty much, because that's the first time they've ever had... Really? It, it, what it was, was so it I, was originally a, like... Um, uh, like a, a word of mouth just movement in in that right uh i wouldn't call it a church but just like a religious movement 
and they were just like well and paper was expensive and and hard to come by in some you had to it, fucking it was write like it out too if yeah. you want to fucking if you want to copy you got to sit there and fucking <laughs> copy that so, shit. but what else did they have to do really well you that's know? the thing ultimately <laughs> they were yeah, probably they making were, fucking shitloads of copies oh she was good dude it was probably so expensive as shit to get all of those like texts that. Mm-hmm. that they found in 1945 were written in sahidic coptic paul Coachella, who i was listening to who wrote manuscript found in Accra, was found in 1945 with all those dead sea scrolls and he said he he translated it himself is that like is that the same as the like the Herculane the herculaneum scroll no i don't think so i think so i've read all the dead sea scrolls but i've never well, seen that well the herculaneum it was a recently like it was one that was really like um fucked up you know what i'm saying so it's like they couldn't unroll it and they finally have just like figured out um, how to like x-ray through it and then like use AI to restructure and like unfold it which is so sick right. so they're finally able to start translating is this in, it like Greece because Herculean that sounds was... like those you know because Hercules that's a right that's one of the old Olympus gods who's half god or whatever the fuck. no exactly exactly so it's, it's I mean it's in that part of the world you right. know in maybe it was in Turkey or something you know but so that's I listened pretty to I like anything that's old across the Gospel of Mary Magdalene, and now I'm on Pistis of Sophia. Well, that one's crazy, dude. And these things will throw your bra- bla- brain in a fucking. <laughs> no, they really game. are. Um, manuscript found in a cross. Just it was written a thousand years after the crucifixion, and it's a town in Jerusalem who's about to get sacked. And the cop there says, "Hey, some people write down what we're talking about. Some people share it word of mouth. We're all gonna die, but what we're gonna talk about is our way of life." Our values, what we believe in, and how we live, and that's the and only thing that's going to live on after this. And they all got slaughtered, but, but the writing stayed. But the writing stayed. Wow. That's legendary, bro. That's a crazy move, right? Instead of like hopping on the machine gun to be like, "You guys go on ahead, I'll hold them off." Just like, all right, let's fucking write, fucking. They must have really had a lot of uh, of faith in their way of life to to do that. One hundred percent. This has to continue. If to, for that to be your number one priority, just like we need to fucking write down what we're doing. Right. That's yep. pretty crazy. And then in the Gospel of Mary Magdalene, that's where <clears throat> I heard the different translations. Because the person who's re- reading the audiobook, he translates her her script to latin and it to greek and th- to the different languages you different get a, meanings you get a different meaning and so True. It, was, it was very like in depth right and basically at, so far all i'm hearing is like eastern philosophies in these texts it's like it's it's finding inner peace and your your own belief not like your own belief, but finding the sort of it's 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 about it's about worshiping God through direct experience rather exactly. than rather than um, just like following a, a book or something like that. It, it's 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 yeah. about like meditating and fi- like having God show Himself to you exactly and, and yep. witnessing it. And that's what they say Yahweh taught Joseph. How do you how do you pronounce it? What not Joseph? How do you say Jesus? Uh, uh, Yeshua. 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 Yeah. 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 That's that's pretty much what he taught from these scripts, right? Yeah. Dude, the Gnostic Gospels fucking rip, dude. I have a physical copy. I'm, I'm going to get to you. That'd be fire because I'd like to read along while I'm listening. It, yeah, they might it be a little different translations more. type yeah. shit, but, but yeah. 
I used to have uh, Bible study Sundays. I'd have the homies come over, and I would just sit there, and I'd fucking read one of the books. And then I'd go to the next book, and literally every single person in the room was just electrified. Like, this is the craziest shit. Not, like, crazy, but, like, this is mind-blowing to, to hear some of this well, shit. Well, with, with everything that's gone on this year, it's been, like, exactly what I've needed to listen to. I've just been doing Dude. these puzzles and listening. Sorry. That rules. <laughs> yeah. And listening to these audiobooks. And hearing, well, the crazy fucking thing is with manuscripts found in Accra, it was written a thousand years ago, and this town's getting slaughtered. Right. But what they're talking about, their values, and, like, they talk about defeat. How do you go through defeat? How do you deal with pain? How do you deal with ego? How do you deal with this and that? Yeah. And the cop says, well, boom, here, here's what I have to say about that. And it's exactly what I need to hear in 2023. You know what I'm saying? This guy who, and even if it is a fictional story, because the guy who wrote Manuscript in a Craw, who said at the beginning he translated it himself, also wrote The Alchemist. Oh, Oh, no way, dude. Yeah. I still haven't read The Alchemist. And The Alchemist is my favorite book. I've heard so many people say that. Well, The Alchemist is, I didn't think that that book was that old. It's, it's not. not. This, it was this translated in like ninety ninety something. Like is when this, late it, oh, okay. So that's when this guy translated that, and then he yes. also wrote the album. It was probably an inspiration yes. for okay. him. Like, big time. Yeah, Fair enough. That kind of shit. Like, dude. Yeah? The Gnostic shit is crazy. Have you ever looked into any of the Gnostic Gospels? I mean, not not specifically. I mean, you know, as far as like the Dead Sea Scrolls go and, and all that, I understand that they're historical context uh, from around that same time period. So it's like... I think that they're very interesting in the in the fact that I've always been a bit of a I've, who doesn't love history, you know. I've always yeah. been a history guy because it's like the the whole you never know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. I I've always been like an, a subscriber to that. That's a crazy idea I just had is that um, all of history for people like long ago mm-hmm. is just mysticism. Like it's all just crazy stories about gods and fucking battles and whatever the fuck. Yep. Well, in in the manuscript found in Accra, it's this girl and this. The, he talks about this girl, who who was the one who was scribing everything down, and her and her friend who was Jewish didn't agree on what year it was. She, she the, one person was like it's ten thousand, a thousand ninety nine, and he was like no it's four ninety seven, but they still believe uh, could find terms on. Huh. They could come to agreement on life, but they didn't agree what year it was. Well, the, the, yeah, that, they agree on the message, but not not the uh, the the specifics, I guess. Exactly. That's pretty fascinating. And dude. that's why I've been really getting into the Gnostic texts. For one, it's been what I've been needing to hear. But for two, I've always been interested in like the Bible. But I've always had like a innate thing against religion and the King James version of the Bible, right? Yeah. Allegedly, according to what these people say. The Gnostic texts were written three centuries, four centuries, five uh, decades after the crucifixion. So 30 B.C., 40 B.C., right after. 60 B.C., right, right after, instead of 300 and, and years. And pre-regional yeah. as well. Right. Yeah, yeah, in that fucking right next door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. that's pretty cool. It's very interesting. That's what definitely got me back into uh, just the idea of, of God in general, I feel like. Like... Cause I went, I mean, I like, you know, I grew up going to, to church in the Lutheran church, but, um, as a kid, you fucking hate it. 
you know you're just like i oh, what yeah. i have to sit still and be quiet oh, for yeah. an hour like fuck this yeah and and then you take it all for granted but then later in life especially the gnostic gospels in particular because i was looking so much into eastern religions and um uh just like the uh, i i don't know i guess like the idea of like manifestation just like I'm just looking for some explanation that wasn't given to me by my government or my teachers. And uh, the Gnostic Gospels blew my brain wide open, dude. It's fascinating shit. The the parallels between Eastern religion, like Hinduism, and the Gnostic texts to me is the biggest, like, epiphany. It's like, yo... It find shows it, find your inner peace, meditate. It shows how much hard how much, work, uh, dedicate, respect your the people around you in your life, respect yourself, respect life itself, and good things will happen. It, it shows it shows how yeah. close the the relationship is between Eastern religions and um, and something like Christianity. When you hear Jesus saying, basically, karma is real. You know, like be fucking nice to every single person that you can be nice yeah. to at any time that you possibly can. Yeah, and you will benefit from it. But I've been finding a lot of creativity from those as well. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Fuck yeah. But every time I've tried in the past few years, you guys know when I've gone to like make a beat or do something, either my computer will go down. Some a lot of the time. Oh, I know. There's some flow. <laughs> I know. Majority this. of the time, there's a hindrance mm-hmm. because of some fucking thing in Technical life. Technical bullshit. Yeah. A little bit of dukkha, you know, <laughs> as the Buddhists call it. Yeah. Suffering. Exactly. I, I feel like I'm in a state where I'm like, yeah, I've accepted my suffering and I'm okay with it. You know, it life hurts. It's been a tough year, but it's like I'm doing my best to keep going and be positive and still be who I was before all this. Right. But you need to grow too at the same time. Well, growth when, is inevitable. Right, right, right. The past few days when I've gone to create, it's been seamless. It's like everything has flows. Worked exactly when i've needed it to and i've been able to get the ideas from my mind into what you're picturing yeah you know what i'm saying beautiful dude there you go your mind's making it real the body makes it real you know well the body makes it real that really is the whole you know the spiritual realm i was i heard in one of these books i can't i don't know exactly which one but it describes it as uh in between the imagination and the rational mind and i it it was Mm. very deep because i was like that's where i feel like everyone's trying to be you're trying to be in between your rational mind and your imagination you know what i'm saying that's like where the flow state is you know what i'm saying and if you could be there not think too much act but trust your actions when you're doing them yeah not every second guess yourself just fucking fully invested in what you're doing 100 because everybody has withholdings like uh for anything you're doing you're always doubting in some little way like oh what if this goes wrong what if this goes wrong but literally if you try to do anything in life and you fully believe in doing it and you fully believe that you're gonna do it well it fucking works bro like yeah. it just happens it literally just fucking happens. It's true. I mean, and, and uh, I, personally, I've always felt that a big part of that is because it, it, it is because of your actions, but it's also because of people's 
um, natural response to that type of behavior and that type of confidence, if that makes sense. So it's yeah. like, what, yeah. so like yeah. what you're saying, you know, like anything you pursue and you pursue wholeheartedly, it, 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 the universe lines up opportunities, Whether right? It's realistic or real or metaphysical. It doesn't matter. It still fucking works like that. Right. It's 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 fucking fascinating, man. But well, sorry, you go. No, absolutely. I was just you know on top of this point because um. People, people, if they need a service, like let's say, for example, so it's like your dream is to, to provide a specific service, right? And you want to be the best at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like people that are looking for that are going to want to go with the most confident person, the, mo- the person that appears to have and demonstrates the most drive towards that goal. So it's like whatever you're pursuing, anybody that's in a position to line you up with that is going to be looking for the, the person that most matches that drive they're like we need somebody to be doing this and i'm not even saying like you know trying to get hired it's like just in general because even if like you're gonna like be the on the same level character like you have an idea of right. something in your mind you're like that guy fits the picture yeah we'll, we'll fucking go with that guy and you start min maxing towards it yeah that's the thing you know yeah, yeah. but you can't min max life ultimately you know yeah well you can no, you can't. It's not a game. What do you mean by min-max? I mean, it's like, I understand. Well, I mean, like, well, min-max is like, so just to yeah. quickly clarify that, like, in a game is like, like you're saying, you want your character to achieve, like, you know, specific attributes or whatever. So you figure out what is the minimum you can invest into that to get the maximum outcome. And you know what oh, I'm saying? I feel that. Yeah, the, yeah. the minimum amount of experience points you have to allocate to it to get the most benefit without going over where you're like, you didn't need to put those extra points in there. I'm, you already have like the max benefit. I'm playing you're Fallout 4 right now. You can't min-max life? Not to the same degree is what I'm saying. You can optimize and you can try and streamline and try and line yourself up for those things. But ultimately, life is going to throw things at you that you can't prepare for is what I'm saying. You know? There's no, there's no like one playbook that's gonna work. Yeah. There's a bunch yeah, of playbooks. I, I do that agree with can, that. Can there's, work, there's no playbook you know? that's gonna make it. But, but there's, there's no, there's no reality in this reality where your life is butterflies and unicorns, regardless. And so it's exactly. Like, all you can really do is, is try to fucking choose a, a pathway that works for you. Mm-hmm. Let me put it this way: all you can do. You can't min-max, but you can minimize suffering and maximize happiness. All right, that's the only min-max, and that I think. And you the can only do. way to do that is to uh, maximize happiness for other people, because you're not gonna yeah. be happy if you ain't doing shit for nobody else. No, no, sef- no selfish person is a happy person. No selfish person is a happy person. It's true. They're always focused about what can I get? How can I be fucking? How can I make myself happy? I that's don't not. Know. That's not where it comes from, dude. Well, it's I, not. Even I think most successful people, like billionaires nowadays, are very selfish people. Yeah, but do you think they're no, really course. happy? I don't think so. I think they're fucking hell bent. No, on, of course they're do not I happy. I think they're as not as happy as I am. I'll tell you that. Uh, fucking no, let me. See, no, I don't let me know. tell you. Well, no, I don't chance. know. The pursuit dude, you of could money. Give me, you could give me a, a fucking four multi-million dollar homes all the strippers that life could buy but there's no realness in that exactly like what i'm doing right now and the friends the people that i have this is as real as i could possibly fucking imagine it i have the best friends i could imagine i have the fucking i have a, a job where i get out of it exactly what i put into it i have fucking just real connections right. that but you cannot get when you're in that, that level. Right. But for someone who doesn't have that and is like, I need to maximize what I can out of life, and I don't have all of that like materialism? In general. Just like, I need a couch, or like, I need a fucking 
I need a house. I need three exactly. drum sets. Yeah, but that's mis it's misplaced is yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, so yeah. like what what it's you guys are to digging towards in 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 com- uh, connection with other people. Exactly. And just building a a real fucking beautiful right. life. It's it's at the end of your life, it's not about what you bought, it's about what you did and and who you met and and the lessons you've learned. You know, it's it's materialism only ever fills the hole that you're not getting emotionally. You're pursuing you're pursuing the material because you have a a missing piece of you. You know what I'm saying? Right. You f- you're missing something and so you keep trying to fill it with anything my and Lamborghini everything. is yeah. going to make up for the fact exactly. that my dad was an so asshole. the most the most the people in most pain would who don't have a support system like you were just saying or like at the satisfaction in their relationships would be the person who becomes who, a billionaire who becomes a billionaire because they and, are and takes advantage of other people right. and shits on other people all the time because they're right. missing a, a a vital um essence in life that yeah. gives you satisfaction but that's what the, we as a society look at as like the most successful people the most successful people as a society would Are probably some be of the, the most we're, we, the, the, yeah. the most suffering we're we're a br- well suffering dude, i don't like to frame it as dude. suffering time out because i don't like to frame it as suffering because it's like that implies sympathy whereas well, they have no yeah, no, no 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 they deserve sympathy but when the amount of suffering they're going through is dwarfed by the suffering they have now inflicted on, on others you're you know what i'm saying i still feel bad for you in the in the jesusian sense where it's like of course you deserve sympathy but you have turned around and and inflicted it tenfold on other people right we're all in this together and most people didn't do that doesn't doesn't you know that like saying? bring to mind the image of like a demon right it's like oh i fucking suffered so i need to make other people suffer so i can feel a little bit better or well, like that's i can wh- that's what i'm gain saying something out it, of it appears to be like that but it's not that uh nefarious well it's not like exactly. they're thinking of it like that exactly uh, exactly well, and i think that's how we come up with fictional stories because reality is so crazy that we have to understand it through an analogy or a parable and that's why our entire dragons yeah our (laughs) entire exist our entire history existence is based around that idea it's just like it's easier to tell a story of uh of king arthur than it is to fucking like show you a politician well more than anything the stories are are what built us like we we wouldn't have gained intelligence without stories it's it's a hand-in-hand thing because the earliest stories were how to make a tool you know what i'm saying yeah the story what like you know what i mean that's what it was built upon where it's like it's it's teaching everything spoken is to teach or to express you know so it's like we that's really going, just what it boils down to. We are going so deep. Yeah, this, this is podcast, yeah, this is a dude. waste of time, it. dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see what Ice Spice is doing. Yeah, dude. Pull it up, dude. dude I so just it's, it's a lot of fun. Just got a gaming laptop. Well done. Have you ever played no Bannerlord or, or Mountain Blade at all? No, no, I haven't no, played a fair. single PC game at all. Really? None of them. Never, never, never. And but I bought it so I could play Starfield, and then I saw all the yeah. fucking uh, reviews, and I was just like. Well, and I didn't have the money, so I, yeah. I, bought, I bought the goddamn laptop, and then I didn't have enough money to pay sixty dollars for a video game after that. So I was like, "Oh well, fuck! I'll j- I guess I'll just wait until they like update it or some shit." Yeah. And then now I have absolutely no 
feelings towards it because I've seen so many videos of people playing it and shit. I'm like, I basically have played the fucking game. Yeah. But I, I do want to fucking do want to play some fucking PC games, dude. Except for I downloaded Fallout 4 on that bitch and laptops, bro, I don't know if it's mine, but it gets boiling hot. Like, yeah, terrifyingly hot. Like, you literally touch it and it hurts your fucking fingers hot. Well, like, so that's I'm like, yeah, is so my that's laptop about to melt, dude? That is like, too hot. You but should, for you Fallout should... 4, a game that's 10 years old now. Well, and is the performance not... bad? Is the thing. So it's like when you're running it, it worked great. So it I runs had, fine. I had to. I had to troubleshoot so much shit though in order to get it to run good. Yeah. Because like originally, I I was running at like 190 uh, frames per second. And you just like just walking is like <laughs> you're just fucking Jesus. sprinting through the entire game so fast, and so I had to like down check my GPU, whatever the fuck, and I just ended up deleting it because I was like, I'm not gonna do this. And so I downloaded Fallout 4 on my Xbox, and now I'm like, that's the Would way you go. say Skyrim was the biggest game when it comes to storytelling, uh, uh, role playing games? Well, that Skyrim was massive, dude. Massively and, popular. It's and, hard to draw a single number one because yeah. technically, like, our, as far as, like, RPGs go, um, GTA V is, is the biggest one. For sure, for sure. But it's obviously different enough that it's hard to put them in the same category where yeah. you're, like, Yeah, and that, you know, hit, and that hit later. Well, yeah, GTA V was after, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the first like Skyrim. A couple you years know? after Skyrim, for sure. But, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't even, like mentally consider gta to be a role-playing game but that's exactly what it is but technically yeah exactly you know yeah so the it's like for gta no the 6 gta looks 6 nuts. looks the graphics you guys think about it, it looks unreal really? dude. i thought it looked so similar to gta 5 in uh, terms of graphics and shit no way well just just the way people move i don't know i get caught up on the fucking not, when i not first like, saw it like i could see the individual strands of hair but like if they fucking turn their head like no of course when way. i first saw well, it i thought it was like a people i thought it was like a, <laughs> no like way. A i'll be honest trailer. when i first no that that the clip of the chick on top of the car that that popped up on twitter and it's like a two second clip and i just scrolled past it had no idea it just was like oh wow florida's nuts like oh that's cleveland i was like oh that's sick you know what i'm saying but and then when i watched the trailer i was like god damn it am i a boomer yeah i was <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit, those graphics tricked. are crazy. I, I was like, uh, yeah, I was like, we that's insane. The, and what that's a funny thing, too, is that shit is moving so fast in the age of information that, like, <laughs> yeah. we are literally a full generation removed from what our generation should be with what kids are fucking experiencing right now or, like, watching, like... I don't know. No, the, no, absolutely. The, no, the progress is nuts. Yeah, like you're saying, it just happens for, faster. For, yeah, for our parents' generation, what they would have associated with, you know, from when they were kids to when they were our age, is not the same as from when we were, you know, kids to Dude, this age. I learned how to read by playing uh, Pokemon on my Game Boy Advance. <laughs> I'd literally be in a long dr car drive with my parents, and I'd be like, "Mom, what does P L A Y mean?" She says, "Play." I'm like, "Oh, I know that word." fucking learn that one and learn that one go and then just fucking go through <laughs> i literally my mom will attest to this i literally learned how to read from pokemon and uh and after that I, and i think honestly it's kind of a genius way to, to teach somebody how to do something because you're so invested in a game as a kid right like, i need to know what these words mean and that you learn that shit so fucking fast dude yeah immediately became a fucking bookworm dude i'd be at daycare in the closet just fucking reading books hell yeah just fucking yeah funny that's shit. awesome no funny that is shit, sweet 
That's why, the, that's why I'm the smartest person you guys know, dude. Yes, sir. <laughs> true. True. Big book guy. I learned how to read Big from Pokemon. Guy. That's precisely yeah. why I'm a clever man. <laughs> yeah. No, but I what think it's sick because I saw, I saw uh, you know, not to bring it back to GTA 6, but I, I am excited. But, like, I saw, yeah. like, the, the map. <laughs> I, exactly. I saw the map for it. And, I mean, I think it's, it, you know, it's at least, like, double the size of the last dude. one, which is nuts. Okay. That's crazy. And it has, like, a lot more, like, city points. You know, I, I think the biggest thing that everyone's so hyped about is because it's been so long, a lot of us that are now, you know, late 20s, when GTA 5 came out and we formed all those memories, we were of that young teenage, 100%. you know, where it was like, this is the sickest thing. You no, know? I was GTA 13 was when huge. GTA 5 came out. No, we were, no, no, we were... You might have been... I think I was... I don't know, man. If it was 10 years ago? Yeah, no, I, I, think I think it was, it was 12 massive. years ago, wasn't oh. it? I thought it was 2011? I could be Let's dead see. wrong. I, you know, who knows? That's crazy. But a long time ago, at least 10, you know? Yeah. So... Or maybe it'll that be 12, like... 2013, exactly 10 years ago. Fucking fire, dude. Yeah, so we were 15. Yeah. You were 16. I was thinking 12 because it comes out 2025, so two years, Holy you shit. know, that's... <laughs> I'm 25. thought I was 23 there for a second. <laughs> How scary is that? <laughs> no, but yeah. Um, so I just think it's going to be cool. I just I just like those types of games. Rockstar doesn't hasn't disappointed in a long time, you know? With with right. Red Dead and then GTA Five having kept pumping that for so long, how like, fucking good was Red Dead Redemption Two, dude? Do you want to know? Oh. Truthfully, I played it. You I didn't, didn't like play it, it either. Wow! All man. I ever heard was amazing things about it, though. You wow. know? Wow! Incredible game, dude. And here I am. I'm playing Fallout Four for the first time, really, and I'm just. Struck. I mean, that one's. I'm old. all struck. Never playing. played it either. It's fun. Any of the Fallout games, they're they're kind of the same game over and over, but in different places. And the lores, but the lore is yeah, because they, they, they time it different from like from when the war was. So yeah, each yeah. one kind of takes place. So in so basically, the idea time. is like the the beginning cutscene is you um, are like a a person. You sign a page that says, "Oh yeah, I will. Uh, I would like to to dwell in the vault yeah. if nukes ever hit." And the second you sign the paper, all of a sudden sirens are like, oh, get the fuck in the bunker. And then uh, they will fall out for it. They freeze you for 200 years. Yeah. And then you wake up. Everybody else is dead in the vault. And then you go out into a nuclear wasteland. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much a similar theme for most of the other fallouts is you you were in a vault. And now you're now everything yeah. that you used to know is all a wasteland. Oh, that's and nice. you're trying to live. Oh, it's so fucking good. Dude. It's so cool. I and and one of the shit, things that dude. one of the lore things that I think has always been the most cool about fallout is that each because there's there's supposedly hundreds of vaults right right and each one so like secretly what this company that that built all the vaults oh this they is were, a they, huge spoiler for him though dude. no it's Do you not. want to play fallout Th that's well, probably not. not no 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 i went to it's, play game I, I was playing fortnite and my right rb broke <laughs> oh did you buy a new one I yeah, seen that. B -Rob, I went over to B Rob's house telling him this story, and he gave me a controller. So, <laughs> dude, what a homie. Damn, yeah. that's crazy. That's sick. Yeah, as my fuck, RB dude. broke, so I was like, "Fuck gaming right now." And then yeah. he was like, "Well, here you go." And I was like, "No, oh, way, man, dude, dude play, play these, these these RPG games are really fucking cool because like when you miss out on a lot of what games were meant to be when you're playing multiplayer every single fucking mm -hmm. time true it's like oh can i be number one can i be number one out of you know whatever the fuck oh, oh fucking uh yeah call of duty's fun but it can't be the only thing dude, you play dude no there's there's, See, I, there's I've, books I've, there's literally books worth of i've always been like to, against to campaigns i was like that's stupid but i've never thought of them as like a story you know what i'm saying that's and then when is. uh 
It's so what sad. was it that Last of Us came out? Oh, Did you yeah. play it? No, but I, that was the first time I'd ever Wait. heard of a video game. People being, being like, like the story, the story's the story. great, and yeah, I was like, oh, that it was a, it was a weird perspective. I was like, that's a good play reason to play. Well, I was games. super again. I was sure. super mad that they made a TV show because I was like. Nobody was gay in, in the last of us. I was like, "What the fuck?" Of course they work it into one of the one. best episodes, yeah. dude. <laughs> like, yeah, I bet it was. But it I was just like, was. "I was just like, what do you mean?" Like this had no right. contacts with the actual game, but dude, fucking phenomenal game. Like, yeah, did you play? It, I never played either, to be man, honest. I know. It's, it's I know. not. It's not a really long playthrough. But like, but it's let me tell you, like, because way longer than oh, yeah. than that shit is. Well, it also it's has a, more freedom. So that so yeah, so that is the thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz for me like I've never been a big purely story mode guy cuz like I don't like the games where it basically is you walking through a movie and you get a tap X a little bit that's sometimes. Right. That's how I It's kind of like them. The, it's like God it's of terrifying. War Ragnarok. It's, it's like, so hard. It's so it's boring good. to me personally. You know what I'm saying? Cuz like Dude, I like trust, I like a little bit of competitiveness. Trust, I like to be like bro fighting you know if i'm playing the games. last of us the last of us was groundbreaking when that shit came out no for and sure and i'm not talking so down on it uh, yeah yeah but, but what i'm saying is it's 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 it like you're saying it is kind of like watching a movie mm -hmm. but it's so it's difficult too so like when you're in a fucking scary situation you're actually scared because of right. the context of this story right. like and you do get fuck. some input and then you die and you're just like oh and then you play it again you're like oh whatever but right. but the first moment you fucking see some of these fucking zombies in that shit oh my god one of the best games ever made dude so good and that's why it probably had so much controversy of people even deciding to make a game about it because so many people play that and they're like, this is it when it comes to story mode games. Dude. Yeah, sure. It's so fucking good. And then Utah's in it. Fucking shout out, dude. I love any time. Any, uh, dude, <laughs> not I know. Anymore, I can't though. help I, it. We, I do not want any more people moving here, bro. Stay no. the fuck out of my home, it's dude. It's going to be huge. This oh, places, this is the next like LA. It's so fucked, dude. Putting yeah. 2.3 billion into it's the point sad, of the mountain. Dude. A hundred million into the neighborhood around the ballpark. Yeah. It's very exciting, though. It's super exciting. I mean, because we, well, I mean, we're gonna general. we're gonna get the thirty four Olympics. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Because like the 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 American Olympic Committee nominated us, so it's like we're putting in the bid for twenty thirty four, and our bid is Salt Lake City, and like we're at, for the twenty thirty four. I'm pretty sure America's basically like on deck. You know what right. I'm saying? Where it's like we're probably gonna we're get at. that Olympics. So we're we're almost very solid percentage gonna get the olympics in 34 they just haven't made the official announcement so a lot of these projects will be just coming into their own at that point you think of the big draper point of the mountain where they you know the prison used to be by you know 10 years out It'll yes be that's that it's going to be gonna very be, established five years it'll be done fully done in five is mm -hmm. what they're shooting for fair the enough stadium? fair enough i thought it was going to take no, a little longer whole, than that but uh, the, the city Oh man, I I thought they were shooting more shit. like end of the decade, but like, dude. I mean, it's yeah. gonna be expensive as fuck to live so there. So expensive, probably, probably, I'll, I'll definitely. Be, just because it's be the new, it's the new spot. The new spot, and the you don't spot. gotta pay for a car or gas. Like, they're sort saving of. you that. I'm gonna be long gone from here by the time that's up, dude. I do not fuck Three with years? anything the World Economic Forum is pushing, bro. I get it, but I still think that's such a pussy stance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why? Do you tell no, because it's participate like... in a fucking blatantly corrupt society where they're trying to take away 
any source of freedom that you, you realize have that's over just your the whole life. thing you re- yeah but it's like it's you still it's have silly your house think- in your car no no no, no. time out because the thing is we're already in the middle of that i could pray dude dude that's already the world we live in it's like we already lost that war to even pretend that we are not already in the middle of it and a 15 minute city is like the next step like sure but like we're already in the middle of it there's already no escape so it's like that's you can, you, you can dude, have fun with it, bro. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna be living as far the fuck away from anything right. as I possibly That'd can. That'd be awesome. It well, it will be nice to to grow a family and be like, oh, there's no propaganda. Like that's other than what unthinkable. You're like even in our current society with all these phones, all the fucking bullshit we see in the news. Like if I can just raise a fucking family and just be like, one plus one equals two no absolutely no i'm fully on board with that are dudes girls are girls (laughs) it's a it's a lot of crazy opinions floating out there but hey in this little homestead cult that i've built (laughs) is reality is still functioning no i hear you on that for the last thousands of years i just i i have a hard time uh I'd call me a boomer, dude. I have a hard time fucking assimilating myself into these systems. Like, the idea of my car turning off if I fucking turn a little too hard blows mm-hmm. my fucking mind. Who's making these fucking decisions? The AI? You telling me to fucking bend over to a fucking algorithm, dude? The algorithm does, does nothing but fuck people. But it's all the, the tech. Part. But that's the thing. It's just all the, the tech bros. That was actually... a. Uh, yeah, Bringing it back to Stavi's special, that was I really enjoyed that bit, dude. Stavi's I mean, he really man. does skewer a lot of things in there. I didn't really like the airport story. I'll be honest, that was the one for me. Really? Where, just I because, was laughing just, so hard. The only reason I wasn't a huge fan of it is just because, it, it, it you know, it was just like him being the berater, but like for kind of like too long, and like it was, it just didn't feel justified enough. It was like you've never screamed at someone. No, and I hate those. I hate those videos. And oh, everybody hates dude. those videos. Yeah, you know for what I'm sure. Saying? But I'll tell you one thing. That's one place I despise more than anywhere else is the airport. I fucking have you ever hate been in a airports. business and just been fed up and just lost it? Yeah. Yes, I'm actually one person you can ask most of the homies where I will like like fucking make a scene. Very, I've done it before fast. too, and that's why I was like, it was hilarious. <laughs> I will very it was fast like, make a scene. Everyone's dude. felt that way before, and once you get. Once you get to your point, it's like, ah! No, and I understand that. I just felt like there wasn't... And it wasn't too much. It wasn't... It was no, just, I'm just saying there wasn't anything there. I right. was just like... It was just like a like story a of him yelling story. at them but and being like, I know I'm in the wrong, but you know what I mean? But I was just, ah! And it's just like... It just it doesn't tickle my funny bone the same way. Why? Like, when I see those videos... I know some people, they see the video of the freak out and the meltdown, and they're like, Jesus Christ, that's hilarious. Like, that lady's melting down. I, to never, me, I just never like, see someone get angry and thought it was funny. Either. No, it annoys me more than it really? than it makes me laugh. If that makes sense. This so it's like new I world order mindset. Everybody <laughs> must conform. No complaints can be filed. Everybody, just be regular like I am. We're all walking through the airport. I love seeing happy. people get fed up and frustrated and oh, frustrated. No, I agree. And I agree. Especially if they're justified, dude. Seeing seeing righteous. I, I think it's dude. funnier seeing someone flustered. Unjustified <laughs> for no reason. I agree. It's, that, it's more funny for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the justice idea though of like somebody just being like, 
yo, this is fucked up for everybody behind me. And then a thousand people are just like, yeah. I'm too much of a coward, though, to say anything. But I'm going to watch this person fucking no, because put it out on the line for us. But that's not putting it out on the line for us, screaming at a minimum wage employee, where, like, the well, end I mean, result. But, but, that, I, no, I but, no, the, but that's the I, point I I'm making. Yeah, yeah. That's the point I'm making. Yeah, absolutely. Stand up for what's wrong. Yelling at someone else, getting shit on. Oh, you solved yeah, the problem. Yeah, paid minimum wage. You solved the problem. Well, and the, that the doesn't thing solve is, anything. No, people, it wasn't supposed to solve anything. The people that are getting yelled at you know what I'm saying. have It's not funny for do. the person getting yelled at. No, right. yeah. If they didn't do anything wrong. Of course. And your flight got canceled, and they're sorry about it, but there's nothing available, and you're just screaming at them. Yeah. That's, that's pretty <laughs> funny. That's pretty funny. Well, it's not. That's the, I mean, what it comes down to is it's not their fucking fault. You're screaming at the wrong person. But and, it's like, but, but you, that's what I'm getting at. Uh, for sure. I don't, I don't know misdirected. the, I don't know the right. context of the, the you joke. Know? I didn't see it yet. Well, but. just in general, I'm just saying it's misdirected. I am that rage and that righteous justice. Oh, please do. But mail the package to the right person is all yeah, I'm yeah, saying. I agree. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Like, make sure you have the right address is all I'm saying. You're right. And then absolutely do what you got to do. For you sure. Know? Yeah, well, but like, the th the thing is, with our society the way it is, like, how, who the who are you gonna talk to? Either you know, it's all you well, can exactly. really do is just be like, this is fucking bullshit. What do you mean I have to pay a fifty percent surcharge for like? I'll use fucking uh, SeatGeek for example. Like, oh yeah. What? what are, and then you're just yelling at some Indian dude, and he's just like, he's like what do you want me to do? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> This is our policy. He's like, I'm more <laughs> fucked than you are, dude. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, far more. He's like, and you're so, making more than me, dude. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> I come to that conclusion, and that's why I don't really fucking do it. But when it comes down to like, like I went to Comcast to cancel my fucking internet service. First thing I told the dude, I was like, dude, I know you're just working here, <laughs> but I despise your company. Yeah, I want nothing to do with you anymore at all. How do I cancel everything that I have? Can you please give me a straight answer? He goes, oh, yeah, man. Um, have you seen our deals that we can give you for something new? Like, we, we, can, we can give you great fucking phone. We can give you phone services now. Comcast is, we're really making steps up. I was just like, dude, how do you get the nerve to try to sell me after the only thing that I've told you is that I want to fucking have nothing to do with your company ever again? I understand it's their job, same, too. Same place. It's, same, it's the job. same situation, though. It's their job, right? It's their right. job to upsell me, too. But it's just so fucking infuriating to have somebody just be like, oh, so everything you just said, I don't care because I don't care about you either. I'm just trying to take your money for this company that I know you hate. Like, yeah, bro, it's that no, shit exactly. gets me tough. So, yeah, I was there. I went to Comcast with James, dude, and he'll tell you I fucking snapped, dude. I was walking out the door. I was like, fuck this company. Fuck all the people in here. Do not fucking do any of this. And all the customers are looking at me, and I was just like, peace. And was that after you, <laughs> after you canceled everything? Finally got it all canceled. And they had the nerve to fucking call me and be like, you didn't actually cancel your shit. I was like, fuck. Fuck you! I canceled that shit, and they're like, "Actually, you're right. Our system says it was canceled." Yeah. It's like, bro. They wanted the textbook shit. worse, though. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Comcast, exactly. Dish Network. These are the yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. You ever these tried to get those a, guys. a car key out of state because you you lost your? <laughs> oh man, dude! I can only I fucking lost imagine, it, dude. dude. Yeah. They were just fee after fee after fee and i was like how the fuck is this dealing legal? with the car dealership is unbelievable i was like i you can't can pay you'll pay a thousand dollars for a car, car key can't move it 
I don't have a key, and they could charge whatever they uh-huh. want. They have just you. take advantage of you to get this that. This goes key. back to the billionaires thing we were talking about. I don't about, care selfish who the hell was working that job. They got it that day. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. And I will say it is funny. To, it's to hilarious. Like no, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost it on them. It's just some and it's fucking. Like in the moment, just, of course, it's that person didn't deserve it. Right. But it's just but some, thinking it's, back no, on it. Feels, it's and like, it no, and I get because it feels it's just good, some right? Filipino guy just like, Mr. Davis. Mr. Davis. <laughs> I'm sorry. I swear. I'm like, dude, you have is... everything in your fucking pocket right now. Unlock my door. <laughs> no. He's like, well, I can bring out my tool in my pocket, but that is an extra $50. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel Mr. like, Davis, did you, did you, did you <laughs> was it, it was your car, right? It wasn't a rental or anything? It was my car. Because, I mean, what I would have, and you had your driver's license on you? Cause it's like at that locksmith. Well, my my key got eaten by the ocean. I put it on the beach, and the oh, tide it was like came electric. Out. Huh? Oh, and it and you you needed a chip. It yeah. has that chip in oh, it, so it was like God. extra three hundred dollar fee. Dude. Yeah, that's why I don't, yeah. dude. Stay away from. And I was losing it, dude. Yeah, only I was with dude. Chandler, Tanner, Nona, and Court, and they were like, Dave, <laughs> chill, don't talk to him that way. I was like, "Fuck you, Triple A." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get it, dude. I will say, last time I had Triple A come out to help me, my uh, my fucking, I was backing out of the of a spot in uh, a gas station, and my gear shift just completely went out. So I'm like <laughs> trying to shift gears, and there's just it's not going into anything. Like it's just floating. You lift it up, and it falls. This guy comes out, and he's just like, "It's like, so what's the problem?" I was like, "Dude, my car will not go into gear." He gets into my car fucking lifts the gear shift up and lets it go and just dunk slams down he's like i have never seen this before so but this fucking guy just he's like well all right he just gets underneath my car and he starts looking around and he's like try it again shift all the gears start working again i'm like what the fuck did you do he's like oh bro this this little thing just uh just changed we're not going to charge you for me even coming out here is real simple fix Whoa. But he told me he's like I've never seen this before. It gets under my car, fixes the Knows problem, exactly what and then is. goes, "You're good, bro. <laughs> Don't worry about it." I was like, "Triple A customer for life, yeah. dude. If I could get that fucking guy's phone number, I would be like, yeah. bro, hey, I got a fucking problem. You're like, this is my car. <laughs> like, have you tried fucking turning on the windshield wipers? I don't know, dude. I was so fucking jazzed. I love anyway, when that happens. Yeah. See, that's like. Exactly. That's the Everybody exact opposite of what no, we're talking about. Right? Exactly. Yeah. No, that's what I'm. No, I agree. That's what's that's, supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. You would well, you, know? you would fucking hope. See, but, and that's dude. all I'm saying, because it's like, you know, I understand and sometimes, your cause, point. Because sometimes of, yeah. it's like, sometimes what it is is it's like just overblown. No, uh, of course. Ultimately, who gives a fuck? Yada yada. You know, I'm just saying, like, the overarching point of like, you know. Because you and him had such a good interaction, him going into the next one snowballs, right? He's already going into the next one positive, charged, being like, "I'm gonna have another great interaction with this and person." There we go, dude. Jesus so it's both is people, the Lord. right? That's exactly both people what I'm need trying to come to... into into a space, you know. <laughs> if both people can come in and in, in positive, you know, which this is just all who gives a fuck. But yeah, it's it's, it's things that everyone knows on a fundamental level, you know. If you're a prick, people are gonna be a prick to you. 
It's that dude, full circle, it's the you know. Fucking circle, dude. And manifest, it's, it's manifest so a positive funny. interaction, you know. And that's what, like, just the idea of any of these religions was all just scratching at. It's just like, be nice <laughs> if you can, and see what. And happens. it's so hard for people to to just do that. They have to create these crazy stories. Yeah. Well, history, nice. hist- <laughs> hist- <laughs> history moves from like something happens, okay. and then it becomes history, then it becomes myth, and then it moves into theology. You know what I'm saying? So it's like an old enough story where the facts can no longer be verified and the claims can no longer be discounted. Of course, that sounds like some fantastical shit. Yeah. You know, the you fish have the, to believe it. The fish gets bigger every time you tell the story, right? And imagine two thousand years of that story. That fish is huge. That's a whale, yeah. and it ate Jonah. You know what You've I mean? Never seen Big Fish, huh? Like a movie called oh, Big Fish? I don't oh. think so. With you and McGregor, it's kind of about. Is it like that. a cartoon? Exact thing, no. It's like you and McGregor hunting like fish no, on a boat. No, his dad has just always told him these crazy stories, and he never believed him because he was Dude, like, "You're a liar." I saw right. that when I was really they young. A, they had a really bad relationship, and then he passes it, and everyone corroborates his old. Story. No, just everyone from these stories show up, and he sees everyone. He's like, "Holy shit!" That's cool, true. dude. That's that cool, is pretty man. cool. Yeah. That sounds I, I like a good movie. That. Yeah. I will say, though, we're certainly at an hour, and I got to get the fuck out of here. So. Yeah, thank you all for coming. Thanks for stopping by, boys. Thank ladies. you for the ethereal conversations. Mm-hmm. Or, well, thank you for participating and listening to them. Yeah, and yes, for coming we, are, along. we are all your best friends, so subscribe. and uh, Burn your house down. Burn it. Gathered up a whole bunch of people to go fight this other king, see? And so the Belknaps, uh, his ancestors... They joined him and went to war with this some king. I don't know who it was they went to war with. But anyway, they lost. And when they lost, they went and made slaves out of all the, the soldiers and their families, took all their livestock and stuff and put them on their farms and made them uh, do all their farming and stuff. And they just fed them like slaves. And what country is this? Is this uh, England? It was in England. It was in England. Wow! At one time in England, way back, probably 13th century. Because way back in that time, you know, like the Burrells, too. The Burrells, and I, that goes clear back maybe further than the 13th century. And uh, they only had one name. They only called people by one name. Right. You didn't have a double name. Right. And then that came in later to give people double names and uh, so we go clear back I know we go back into the Burrells and and the Burrells at one time their name was Brill and they called this collar this special nice uh, furry collar that they would put on their coats and uh, they called it Brill they called that collar a Brill and after the, uh, a while they changed that name to Burrell. And so and, and so they they would put their they would put these collars on, on the rough like Yes, coats. on their tweed on that real rough tweed coats and they call it tweed and uh, it's real rough uh, like burlap, you know. Re- you you imagine wearing a burlap collar on your clothes. Yeah. You know what burlap's like a burlap sack, you know how rough they are? Yeah, yeah. And that, that's what they were always like. And their coats and everything was heavy winter coats. And that's the only kind of color they had until this guy decided to start building these uh, uh, 
other callers, nice, furry, warm collars to put on their coats. So, and they called it Brill. They called it a Brill collar. And then they changed the name to Burrell later. But that's still when they only had one name. They didn't have double names. So, so our ancestors basically were, uh, were coat makers. Uh, anyway, they, he just made that collar. He just invented the collar for the coats. Yeah. Right. And it turned in, yeah, from then on. It just kept going. Yeah. So we're, we're kind of like the Versace family in a way. Yeah. Because they, they, made, they made clothes. Oh, did they? Yeah. 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 Well, what part of England did your mother come out of, you know? Um, we had a lot of whales. And... Um, Oh, man, there was so much information that I, I don't have right now. Some, some of them come out of Wales, too? Yes, yeah, Wales. Uh, but majority of my bloodline came from Denmark, I discovered. Oh, that's Sweden. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sweden and Denmark, yeah. Yeah, see, that'd be Denmark and Sweden, yeah. So they come out of there a lot more than they come out of England then. So... They might have been in England by the time they traveled and when he had gone on a boat and come to America. Yeah. Huh. It was one of the most fascinating things I've ever done, going to that building. Yeah, it gets fascinating, all right, because I didn't, when I first came to Boise here, man, I used to go down there and go through an awful lot of stuff at the, at, in the, well, it's, yeah, in a library like thing here in Boise. And uh, I did that for quite a while, and I found out a lot of stuff. And, uh, One, yeah. The cool thing about you... this place is um, is that any family member can come and add stuff to it. So literally every year you can go further back because somebody in your family came in with more information. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's done. See, the LDS Church does that real heavy, too. That's what it is. That's all through the LDS Church. Oh, oh, it is. You're doing. You're going through the LDS LDS Church part. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and they cover they cover it really deep. You can yeah, you they, can say what you want about the LDS folks, but they keep good records. Yeah, and that's about the only thing I see that is good and steady and trustworthy with them. And and I do. Like I agree the, with that. Yeah. Yeah, because I've known too many of them. Of all the religions, I'm working on studying this uh, Jehovah Witness now with Gina. Yeah. And and this is about the seventh one I've been studied before. And and I and I look into them, and I've been around a lot of them. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, it's amazing uh, the difference. But what gets me is in the LDS church, I never seen so many people that were really bad people. Oh wow! And, and I, I mean, bad people and killed their neighbors and stuff like that. Even, and I've been around that stuff. And then lying and stealing—it is just terrible the way they will lie and steal on the farms and on irrigation water and stuff like this. And I worked on a farm in there when I lived in Shelley, out at Taylor. I run that Taylor Farm, uh, Ward Farm, for four years. And you want to see the stuff I found out there. 
and man and people that lived there and the bishops and and the other big leaders in that ward man i never saw such a lying crooked bunch of people in my life and wow. I, was, I was glad to finally get out of there because all of a sudden the church the government made the church fold all that stuff up and do away with it wow the only place I know where there's a lot of that still going on is in Utah, and most of it's in massive orchards that they have in Utah. Oh, like up in Logan? Yes, there and scattered all over other places. There's massive and a lot of different kinds of big orchards and stuff. The LDS Church run uh, all, and then you ought to see how much land that the LDS Church owns in Florida. That oh, yeah, uh, they've been they've been buying a lot everywhere. Well, way back in early times, way long time back, they were buying all this land and owned so much land in Florida, too. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's yeah. fascinating. I didn't know they've been doing it for so long. All I know is that right now they're really going, growing balls to the walls with it. They're buying a, so much farmland right now. Yeah, is the LDS church doing that, too? Yeah, that's what they're doing right now. Yeah, well, there's other countries coming in here buying farmland like crazy, too. Yeah, I know China's big into it right now. Yeah, and more. And and then besides, what they like to do, the only damn thing they want that land for is it's their land and they ain't going to plant nothing on it this year. They're just going to take it away. So we have to do without and lean on them and buy from them. See, that's the thing that's going on in China. And look how much stuff comes from China in the first place. Everything? Almost everything. Yeah, you bet. But China wants it all. But oh. I'll tell you something else I found out about China. China is losing people by the millions every month. Every month, the people are leaving China and getting out of there. And they're going into other countries. And there are plenty of them coming here, too. But the, China's got plenty of people that's sick and tired of the way it's run, and they're going into other countries because they've got so many relations, been on in these other countries for so long, and they see it so much better. And I'll tell you, China is, gonna, is starting to dwindle down. I'm Man, not surprised. I heard they're having problems with their kids, too. They're not, they're not reproducing fast. Well, no. Well, what happened? They went and cut it down and wouldn't let them have babies for years and years. And then they turned around and decided to have a, let it go and come back. Well, that ain't working so good. All of a sudden, we got too many babies. And no, and the family can't, you know, no way to feed them and raise them. Yeah. Because their wages are so low. Just like Vietnam not right now. You, you know, Lynn just now got to Vietnam and got home over there. Well, they just went out to eat dinner. There's a nice cafe right there by her house. So every morning they go over there to eat breakfast. Well, you can go over there and eat breakfast now for 6 to $10, where uptown here, you're looking at 20 bucks for a big breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, see. And it's still low like that in Vietnam. And wages there, they're doing luckier in hell if they make a dollar and a half a day. Can That's you imagine bad. that? And and here, uh, uh, Lynn's got cousins here, uh, I mean nephews, that one, this one works at Micron. He makes six 
$51 an hour working at Micron, which is what he makes, and it's one of her uh, nephews. Wow. And, well, and all of them get in the nail business, and I know three of them now is retired out of the nail business at $4 million a piece in the bank. Wow. I didn't know that uh, doing people's nail nails could make you that much money. Oh, man, you ain't a kid. And the thing of it is, they're sitting there making anywhere from to uh, uh, about, uh, let me think. I got to get this right. They, they're they making uh, 9 and $10 an hour. And anyhow, the thing that's really big about them and what they're charging in there, that they... The tips, when they leave, they tip them almost as much as they charge. So these guys are sitting there. These guys are sitting there bringing home, you know, uh, $40, uh, $40 a day with the tips. And if you work there, see, that's what some of them doing, doing nails only. And, and it's not the, if they're putting up hair, you go to the beauty parlor. Does your mother ever go to the beauty parlor much? Say that again? I say, does your mother go to the beauty parlor much? Yeah, she does. Her... she does. She does. She just changed from where she was going because I kind of got a little bit swindled from cleaning the place she was going to. Oh, yeah? Well, did you ask her how much she pays to get her hair done? No. No, I haven't thought about that. It's 70 or 80 or $90 like hell with it. Who cares? Man, look, I look beautiful. So just whatever. That's the way it is in a beauty salon. Beauty salons charge a lot too. And then the women walk out of there throwing 20 and $40 on the table as a tip besides a $90 hairdo. Yeah. That's the way beauty salons are. Well, how is that any different from the rest of history? Women always been spending money like crazy. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, you're right there. <laughs> but, but, you know, that's uh, – but it's something else, I'll tell you. It just – amazing. and you know what? When I first knew Lynn, these kids that's retiring now with all these millions, they were little teeny kids not even in school yet. And I know every one of them since they were little kids and they weren't even in school yet. And they did it through the nail business. I wish I was Vietnamese. Well, you ought to get into the nail business. You could get rich. Maybe but, that's what I'll do. Instead of cleaning people's carpets, I'll clean their nails. Yeah. And and uh, the, the thing is, I don't know. You might not, the thing of it is, you might not like it because Lynn can't stand it and can't be in there. And Rose give up the nail business for the same. It's the smell and, and the stuff they use in there all the time. You go in there and start smelling all the chemicals and all the stuff in them places. And I know a lot of people, they, I don't go to them either because I couldn't smell it. That, don't, that ain't oh, how it I stinks. Do, so. It smells like burnt hair. 
Yeah, you're dang right. It smells like worse than that with the chemicals they're using and stuff. And there's so many people will not go for that reason. And a lot of them don't. And, and you can't, that's why Lynn can't stand to work there. And there's a lot of people can't stand to go in there and work. I see, I see uh, Vietnamese women too that can't handle it, and they don't stay there and work at that. But when they can stand it and it don't bother them, I'll tell you, they get rich. Wow. <laughs> you ain't a kidding. That's one of the richest damn things out there. And all these people coming in, and it's not only Vietnamese. It's every nation from over there. They, you, you go around and start watching. Uh, and look at all the new nail salons that pop up all the time. And here they're just popping up like popcorn on a hot stove. And anyway, by darn, I'll tell you, they're every nation, every nation. It's hard to say which nation is in there running that nail shop. Yeah. But they're sitting here making so much more money than they make at their country when they left that country. They're yeah. sitting here making thousands and thousands a month, and their country, they ain't even making $100 a month. Well, that's real smart on their part. You ain't a kidding. It is, really. And see, all of Lynn's uh, relation, except Lynn, and well, there's one other, and now I know of two others, and she went to college, and now she's selling homes but anyway and she's making big money selling homes she sold a home here uh, she sold a home what two weeks ago and she called me and told me that she made 17000 on that home so how would you like you to get into selling houses <laughs> be easier maybe but it took her a while to get into that too wow but, yeah wow. You, you can get into of selling houses and, and buy a, a great big massive it was more than a, a single house that she sold though it was some kind of a that were involved in something else and a company buys it and so the sale on it though is higher than hell and so that she made a lot there wow that much in one sale wow yeah that's a ton <laughs> yeah yeah, there's there's a lot of things out there besides the normal wage out there. That's one thing I realized when I started cleaning carpets. I, you know, I would have never thought of that as as a as a life path, but I saw people were willing to pay for it, and that I that I could do a good job at it. And I was like, well, I might as well do that. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, you stick with something that worked with it, and thing of it is, uh, it'll grow. 